Hello there, and thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Amy McCann. When it comes to your struggle, we're here to help you face it, embrace it, and erase its presence as a barrier to your progress. We're here to help you redefine your struggle so that you can persevere to succeed with energy, confidence, and courage. Once upon a time, a long time ago, I neglected to voice my exhaustion. I didn't have the resources. At least I didn't think I did. A time I became less of a caregiver and more of a cemetery caretaker to the dead person living inside of me, digging myself further and further into the ground. So you may think that what I needed was the courage to speak up about my exhaustion, about my struggle. But what I found is that one choice more powerful and impactful than voicing my struggle worked to move me out of that feeling dead inside and into living my most energized life yet. And it was a choice that brought back that color to my face, calm to my relationships, and creativity in problem solving out in the world and in my situation that was beyond my control at that time. So what type of exhaustion was I dealing with? And what choice did I make to bring back that color to my face, the calm and creativity in my life? Well, stay tuned and find out. And at the end, grab your five zero action plan. You can find the link in the show links in the show description. So last week at the fuel pump, I, like so many of you, we I felt that sting, right? As I watched the price of gas roll forward to that $50 mark. I was filling up for the two and a half hour drive to see my best friend at a hospital. Did she have cancer? Was the question on our minds. It's in these moments, isn't it, that we immediately decide that some things are just more painful than others to handle. Seems obvious, right? And it can work to dampen the sting that might happen in our lives, like the pain at the pumps we're feeling. It's that smaller stuff perspective that has worked for me to get out of my woe is me attitude many times. See, I knew that $50 wasn't going to break me. And I also could see that my friend was gearing up to maybe have to deal with another fight and third round of cancer. But along that drive, I also thought about some other times in my life when I'd been tied up in comparing myself to others in circumstances beyond my control. And I silenced my pain or that sting from life because in my mind, suffering Sally down the street had it so much worse than I. In those days, I deemed most of what I went through as just smaller stuff that could easily be shoved away, and so I did. What I didn't know is I was setting myself up for a struggle lifestyle with comparison, and it proved to be exhausting. Like the days in my early teens and 20s when I struggled with depression, comparing that awful challenge to get out of bed some days, against the memory of my brother, who was a whole burn body victim at age 15, and I, as witness to that, was just eight years old. I mean, with that kind of early life pain perspective, it made it challenging for me to recognize that my struggle was worthy or maybe even in need of healing. So I went about my days stifling my emotions and faithfully put on this mask of pretending that I sometimes wore to hide my emotional suffering. And that best friend that I met last week in the hospital that I talked about, 
She was the one to want to rip that mask off, calling me out for playing pretend. (laughs) Throughout my 20s, I lived in painful silence of this internal grief that was brewing that I wasn't ready or able to process. And this happened as a result of my commitment to the role of primary caregiver to my boyfriend of three years, not knowing how to deal with those emotions. He had suffered a C5 permanent spinal cord injury, and of course you can imagine, it upended every aspect of our lives. Still, I was geared up and committed for close to two decades to meet all challenges that arose through that uncertain time. But you see, the long-term habit of comparing my daily struggles to his brought about two conclusions and more pain. Number one, more mental anguish. Number two, more emotional suffering. And I found that fear was fueling my choice to ignore these symptoms of suffering. Fear was fueling me with the thought that I might lose momentum in my life if I took even a moment away to deal with myself. (laughs) Fear that others might judge me for daring to say I was struggling in the first place. See, entanglement with fear is one way we can experience exhaustion, and that's what's been on my mind. I've found that even on days where I can be genuinely in a good mood for the day, it doesn't necessarily mean that I've reached a point of alertness or energizing status that could serve me over the long term. I mean, I may be perfectly capable of feeling satisfied or happy temporarily, but that doesn't mean that I'm living a fulfilled life, necessarily. And that zombie-like comparison lifestyle that I lived through for so long wasn't working. And the choice I had to make that had nothing to do with speaking up was to break up with comparison. Where have I ignored my internal struggles? I could not serve and contribute to my highest potential. And guess what happened? You guessed it, my relationship suffered. So why do I share this with you today? Well, chances are this weekend you'll be pulling up to some fuel pump somewhere and there's an even greater chance that you're struggling with some form of exhaustion these days. And as you pull up to the pump, you might cringe as you watch it roll toward that $50 plus mark. And you may ground yourself for a moment to say, "Yeah, it's not that bad. So many others have it so much worse. It's that small stuff perspective again that can get you out of a temporary woe is me status. And that can be a good thing. And there's also a chance you might further compare an internal struggle with exhaustion or that less than alive feeling status to the suffering that's happening in the world these days. And if so, you may be quick to easily poo-poo that kind of pain away and chalk it up to just small stuff. So my question is, how do you know if your personal struggle is worth attention or examining? How can you tell if fear is at play where you choose to stay silent? On page 133 of the paperback version of my book, Persevere to Succeed, Ignite the Fire of Success Through Uncertainty, I address the struggle with comparison. I invite readers to ask five questions to help answer the question, is my struggle worth examining? 
If you don't have my book, by the way, I invite you to click this link in the show notes for a one-page copy of those questions for you to explore for yourself. And when you're ready to make a change to transform beyond exhaustion, click on the link for your complimentary, excuse me, complimentary guide to unlock the five faces of exhaustion to get back your color, calm, and creativity. Included in this is my unique five-zero action plan to fuel you forward, and then you can choose to stay with me for a while or just end there to, to see how it changes your life. Before we close, though, and if you're curious to know, my best friend did not have cancer, thankfully. And should I witness the $50 mark at the pump today, I'll also remind myself of the priceless, almost 50-year relationship I have to hold on to with my best friend. Now, one of my daily grounding methods is to come back to the words of Viktor Frankl, author of Man's Search for Meaning and Holocaust Survivor. He said, When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. So thank you for taking this journey for me and let me know what it is you're going to do today to make changes to make your life better. In the meantime, please take advantage of all the show links and I'll talk to you next time. Have a great weekend. Remember, these things can only work to burn us down or burn us out if we allow it. Until next time, this is Amy McCann.